0: AFCON 2010, the trade show that you know where affiliates always attend for free, makes its way to Denver, June 21st through 23rd. Register today at AFFCOM2010.com. AFCON 2010 is different from those other affiliate trade shows designed for the affiliate manager where you can pay up to $1,500 just on a single registration. That's why AFCON 2010 offers you an alternative, a show that's free for affiliates. Not to mention, over 80% of our attendees are affiliates. AFCON 2010 brings you a wide range of sessions, essential for significant affiliate marketing achievement. Plus, we are proud to be working with Search Engine Strategies to present an additional day of all new Search Engine Marketing sessions and tracks. Add unbeatable nighttime networking capped off by WebmasterRadio.fm's annual Affiliate Bash and you have the complete Affiliate Trade Show experience for free. Join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that are making the switch to AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com.
1: Time for affiliate marketing today
2: with
3: your host, heiko jabool
2: and welcome everyone we're here with most vocal affiliate advocate of the year 2005 mike highland according to linkshare.com uh, mike's been a longtime member of just about every single message board and he's one of my favorite members on a best web
3: of uh, mike highland everyone welcome to the show mike well, uh, thanks for having me on, and I, I am just floored that I was, uh, uh, nominated for most vocal affiliate. Uh, well, actually, not most vocal affiliate, most vocal advocate. Right. And usually I thought I'd be classified as the most, uh, uh, vocal critic. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, quite an honor to, uh, uh, find out that underneath all the verbiage all these years and all the forums, starting with uh, cash pile and revenue taking on the uh, affiliate industry uh, on behalf of the domain-bound affiliate, uh, has been quite a chore, uh, somewhat of an uphill battle, but uh, the results have, uh, have come through over the years uh, because basically the industry has to rely upon The value-add of the affiliates, uh, even the the ones that are not exactly playing by the rules, still rely, the contextual advertising folks, uh, on the content coming off the pre-sell pages of all the hundreds of thousands of affiliate marketing. uh, Some people would like to call them advertisers. I call them, uh, almost like in the computer industry, value-added resellers because we do play a role in influencing, filtering, uh, and focusing the shopper towards a merchant, hopefully crossing our fingers, that brings us a commission for, uh, for the referral sale.
2: Exactly. You actually started out as one of the original IBM value-added resellers,
3: right? Many, many, many years ago, right? Yeah, my IBM reseller number is 0004. There you my go. My Dell is 0006.
2: <laughs>
3: there you go. And as a college kid, he used to buy uh, uh, computers from me because I had more of a established uh, re- retail marketplace. So. With- Five shop, five locations, and I had it was a quota system back then. you paid five hundred dollars, waited three months for a IBM pc that you paid three thousand dollars for. Boy that kind of dates me doesn 't it
2: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit a little bit, but it also shows how how much of a a person you, how much of a knowledgeable person you are in the industry and seeing what has gone gone from. To where it is today, and hopefully we can go and touch base on what you've seen, how you've seen affiliate marketing grow in the past couple of years, and where you see it today, and where you see it in the future. I mean, you you're like less. I know you're. I'm not going to say your CG uh, CJ publisher ID number, but uh,
3: I know that you're less than a thousand. So obviously, yeah, I came aboard. C Commission Junction of. Uh, uh, when it first started up, uh, I think I was like 900 and 908 uh, or something like that for the uh, number of uh, affiliates. Uh, you know, that was my position back then, they just assigned you next. Yep. <laughs> take a number. But One of 1,000 uh, affiliates. Yeah, I also uh, had a, uh, a, a client that I've uh, kept over the years. With uh, some fairly sound advice, a uh, hold-up suspender company that had a website uh, even before CJ had one and uh, basically uh, brought them into the Commission Junction uh, program as a merchant. Also opened up a Yahoo store and uh, for that same merchant and progressed uh, with some other clients uh, the same way uh, into Amazon stores and, and basic uh, online e-commerce from the webmaster side of it. Uh, I dev- design, develop the sites, do the artwork, and uh, and throw up uh, a little bit more meat to it than just a brochureware site. Uh, I'm kind of tasked with being the one responsible for turning sales uh, via internet traffic uh, to these various merchants. So uh, at that time, uh, Hold up Suspender company, uh pretty much got my start in there because uh I was responsible for putting up the banners uh uh interacting with the affiliates as a AM them, and I I remain in the same position today. Very good, Mike. Let's
2: go through the list of winners. I found it on uh, on ABEST Web. the winners for uh are as follows. Innovative affiliate of the year is Wow Things, which uh She was really, really, really cute and really thankful. She was amazed that she won, but uh, she's got a nice little coupon site. Innovative Merchant of the Year was Lane Bryant, who had just moved from Performix. Best New Affiliate was Knox Golf. Best New Merchant, Apple iTunes. That was kind of like a no-brainer, I think. Uh, Merchant's Choice Award was FatWallet.com. Tim Storm and, and his crew over there doing a great job once again. Affiliates Choice Award was Personalization Mall. That's Alan Townsend's company, uh, doing great stuff out there. International Merchant of the Year it was a tie between American Express and Avon. Best performance-based search strategy was one eight hundred Pet Meds. Alex Irvin doing a great job. Alex was uh, actually he did the most happy dance on the on the. Uh, when he got when he got his award, he was jumping up and down, making a whole big scene. It was a it was great
3: tide table dance, huh?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, best online merchandising campaign: Dell on Dell Home Systems. I'm sure you'd like that one. Integrated online offline marketing was Coupon Cabin. Overall online distribution strategy was Chase, and best uh, performance marketing's most vocal advocate. Mike Hyland, our guest today. So, Mike, seeing listening to this list, what do you what do you foresee happening in the industry with this list? I mean, Apple, iTunes, uh, Fat Wallet, Personalization Mall, American Express, Avon, Pet Meds these these are pretty uh, pretty big names in the industry. Do you see that? Like the, the smaller affiliate is still still has a chance in in making making a couple of bucks, or do you think that the ad whores are uh, uh, as, as you call them ad whores, uh are are out there taking taking away everything?
3: No I see it uh basically uh, uh, I'm not sure of how the voting went, but the nomination routine obviously was going to concentrate on taking. Uh, more value add approach to it. Uh, the ones that are more consumer centric, other words, looking for uh, something that that each website uh, in affiliate marketing uh, almost can take pride on having their domain displayed rather than hidden from from a community. Dell, of course, a uh, very consumer oriented company, or they wouldn't have. Uh, Leapfrogged all the other computer manufacturers like they have over the years. Uh, they're very, very familiar with the value-added industry, uh, uh, the VAR industry on the computer side, which I have been uh, a computer uh, dinosaur, actually, uh, in that industry since the uh, 70s, before the PC. Uh, I worked for IBM for years, and then Wang Labs out of Lowell, Massachusetts, uh
2: Right but my question Mike is mm-hmm. like Dell they are they are and yes they they are a great company but they've also incorporated many questionable uh, affiliates into their into their mix and right. i'm saying do you foresee that by allowing these types of companies that have questionable downloads or technological based uh, systems to redirect or remind or loyal loyalty type wear types programs do you see that the smaller affiliate can actually have a chance or, or try or are they being pushed out by by these names I mean you, you look at any one of these companies the only one is pet the pet meds that uh, actually has taken a, a very good stance against uh, parasites they've actually sued a couple of companies uh, because of their um, because right. of their activities
3: well actually hey uh, the uh, uh, the People at Dell, I probably uh, ragged for uh, since inception of their program when they put up the big uh, uh, the four choices of Dell.com, uh, four different sizes, same exact message, Dell.com. It's called branding. And I had always warned uh, Linkshare uh, and all the networks I was on in conversations with any of the uh, network management people to try to distance themselves from the, the branded advertising agencies and that because the promise of affiliate marketing and the future of it was justifying larger and larger commission cuts due to the value and rewarding the value of the content put on a, uh, a, an affiliate's webpage. I came from a marketplace that required that I had to sell to maintain my IBM VAR number, value-added reseller number, I had to sell at least uh, uh, $300,000 a month worth of IBM systems to maintain my status. Right, that but meant that I had to go out and actually solicit or uh, create FaceTime with uh, customers and sell the products. Well, on the Internet, when I started building websites and built a site for IBM, for the '96 Olympics, uh, we discussed uh, the path and pattern for uh, actual selling through resellers before the uh, advent of affiliate marketing on the internet as one of the opportunities. And I thought it was uh, should have been more sales driven than an advertising driven from a affiliate marketing standpoint, and was very enthused when uh, uh, people like Dell and uh, Amazon and quite a few others uh, even <laughs> were appeared at LinkShare. Uh, it was kind of a, a birth of an opportunity that I saw that paralleled the uh, bar industry that fueled the uh, entire PC sales market. So in this case... I'd have to say Dell kind of horribly let me down uh, from a standpoint of, I don't know who the affiliate manager are. Uh, Quite a few of them stay hidden, or they're part of what's known as third-party affiliate management firms, uh, which actually run the program, and the merchant is so far removed from the day-to-day contact with the resellers that it creates a real gap between uh... vision and reality <laughs> the reality is that uh... uh... dell continues as a corporation to uh... practice a lot of diversionary tactics and that's why they actually uh... uh don't do the conversion ratio of uh, that their their actual website would show that they 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 create on a day-to-day basis their conversion ratio uh, certainly couldn't afford TV ads and uh, you know, with a website URL and uh, thousands and thousands of affiliates as well as uh, all their own branded advertising, CPM and keyword advertising. Uh, if they weren't able to uh, convert at a 1-100 ratio, uh, that would be one sale for every 100 visitors. I'm sure their site does average that. In order to afford the advertising budget that they throw out on the internet and conventional advertising. Right, so, but uh,
2: my question is since they have been employing or allowing these questionable affiliates in their program, do you see it changing the, the landscape for smaller affiliates to, to have a chance to compete fairly?
3: Uh yes, because basically it took them uh, uh four years before they even uh, uh made available uh, uh individual product links, and they still don't uh, in some cases have it. A lot of merchants. All right,
2: well here, here let's you're, you're making uh, it into a Dell thing here. Uh, well, Chase. Chase was best overall overall online distribution strategy. Mm-hmm. It was brought up by Ben Edelman that. Uh, They've been in just about every single questionable download or uh, used like 180 Solutions or some other companies for distribution of their program, and he kind of questioned why they would win, and I'm going to ask you, since you've been in this industry much longer than most of us, uh, do you foresee Chase going out there doing this stuff and getting, getting awarded with it that they really should have won and they're actually someone that you want to give accolades to in the affiliate marketing space when they have used such tactics that definitely are not smaller affiliate friendly.
3: Well, I I can't really and wouldn't probably have voted uh, Chase into a category like that because uh, principally there's a... the. Affiliate manager, whoever is running a a Dell, a Walmart, a Chase, uh, some are lead merchants, some are product-based, if that affiliate manager wears a sales manager's cap, they're tasked and held responsible, feet to the fire, so to speak, for converting the affiliate traffic into sales. So they're just like a regular sales manager for a a brick-and-mortar Right, that's
2: not what I'm asking, Mike. But when Here, In that category for Chase, it was Chase, mm-hmm. Overstock, and Walmart for best overall online distribution st- strategy.
3: Well, their manager does not wear a uh, sales management cap as such. They wear an advertising cap. They're looking for reach, and the uh, advent of contextual marketing opened up the reach capability of the networks because no longer for the first time was the referral traffic tied to a domain and the domain tied to the search engine traffic these became affiliates that could basically had an open license to browser spam uh... by having their actual advertising coming from within the uh... system in front of the customer whether the customer knew they had that advertising on their system allowed permission for it to be there, or if it was uh, put on there by a drive-by or a bundled install with a screensaver or a free game or however the infestation game is, uh, going with a advertising mass-reach mentality requires that the affiliate marketing firm judges his strength of his program based upon the reach, the number of impressions, clicks, and they sure want to hide the difference between the actual sales conversion ratio of their website and the conversion ratio of their so-called targeted, focused, uh, filtered referral traffic coming through the affiliate channel. That should always... Have a higher conversion ratio and value because they're actually paying commissions to get that traffic, uh, and it's a, a darn shame. So you're shame. saying that? So
2: you're saying that since the the manager is not an affiliate manager per se, it's more an ad thing, and they have to do whatever they can to get the impressions out via contextual advertising or whatever. And that, because of that, they definitely should have won because of the fact that they did above and beyond what other companies did in this situation, Overstock and Walmart, by advertising through these contextual advertisement mediums like 180 Solutions and, and so forth, direct revenue and all the, all the other guys that uh, have been, you know, under the microscope uh, and and were booted from networks. Uh, and that's why they won, and that's why Overstock and Walmart didn't win.
3: Uh, correct, in certain categories, so especially uh, uh, you know in the merchant categories. Now, is that a good thing for affiliates? Uh, I, I would say it's a good thing for a handful of affiliates, and it uh, basically is at the expense of the hundreds of thousands of other potential affiliates because those affiliates do not have uh the reach of being able to refer traffic without so much as even a website visit to have to contend with on updating uh, uh in this case the creatives the offers the products uh very few of the uh uh what we call the BHOs and I that that's basically an offshoot of the B uh browser helper object uh those people are domainless. They have no desire to be in the search engines. They hide from the search engines. They have no desire to have any uh, uh, anything more than an enticement to get a user to use their program, be it a reward, a rebate, a you know display of coupons. They're wanting to have. Have the responsibility of uh of reaching beyond the search engine limitation and boundary of a normal affiliate the merchant sees oh wow they have more reach than the website be it a club mom website or a fat wallet website or ecom city website uh, some people are are incentive based because it's easier to have people rely upon the search engines as a coupon, yellow pages as such, uh, than it is to get ranked in the uh, search engines uh, as a product uh, display, comparison, review, or just a showcase product uh, merchant site like mine is. I, I basically pick out merchants that I think should convert having looked at their website. But in this case, uh, affiliate marketing through without without any boundaries uh, means that that the advertiser is even distanced further from the from the person that they're paying the advertising to because they don't have any dictate to somebody like a Ebates or a One Eighty Solutions or a Gator Clara Win You. Uh, because those people are not involved in product sales. Uh, if they happen, they happen. It's a numbers game. They're able to basically spam the browser, like the email marketing people are able to spam the email box, and work a numbers game. The numbers game is okay. So you know, you're saying by that tricks. Chase
2: winning, Mike. You're saying that Chase winning and using these different tactics. Is it are a good playing for both sides marketing? against
3: the middle? They're actually pitting one group against the other group, and whoever makes a sale is incidental to their. Uh, but is it good
2: for? Is it good for if Ecom City has an ad for Chase, and correct? someone steps in and pops up an, a coupon or an ad, and they click on the end user clicks on that coupon or ad, and then buy,
3: then registers for a card through Chase. That's a good thing for you? Uh no, not really. In other words, uh, I wouldn't not really, you didn't make I wouldn't, any money. Yet. I wouldn't run the re- my referral cookie, which to me is the only o- the only way I can make any money, regardless of building chase ads, is that if I can focus and filter enough customers that are looking currently looking for advertising, they go to my banking page or uh uh, f- a financial page. I don't send emails out. Uh, uh, I probably should, but I don't. Uh, in this case, I don't want to run that cookie that on uh, my visitor through a gauntlet of hijackers uh, looking to hawk the sale away from the referral rather than concentrating on Having that visitor see what offering Chase Manhattan Bank had, or Citibank, or uh, American Express, or any other credit card company.
2: Are right, you uh, getting too politi- You're getting too politically correct here, Mike.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, in this case, I don't want the hijacking, So
2: I don't. Let's take a quick two-minute two commercial break. We got to pay for the uh, pay for the show with our great sponsors. And guess what, people? The ad won't be hijacked. We'll be back in two minutes. <laughs>
4: Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKconsulting.com, making sure your mother is all-
5: the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today.
6: So they got pretty good food here, huh? huh? Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Uh, are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm-hmm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm-hmm. tells me how much I earn from each advertiser. Wow. And that's how better pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick media try join the ad network publishers trust most apply today at value and
2: welcome back everyone we're here with uh most vocal advocate affiliate advocate of the year 2005 mike highland uh, according to linkshare.com and uh we're discussing the industry and seeing what the what some of the What are the value adds from affiliate sides and some of the technology companies? And now I want to go into uh, into where the industry has gone from Mike. Obviously, Mike, we've started with uh, a couple of Banner Farms, a couple of programs with uh, Amazon, then CJ, then LinkShare, of course, uh, and then CJ and some of the other companies who have started. And we've gotten we've evolved, I guess, into product uh, product. Show a product displays, individual products, drill downs to to displaying data feeds, and, and creating mall sites and value added, and this that, and who knows all the other catchphrases. But how have right. you seen how have you seen the the industry itself grow or mature, Mike? I mean, it's gone from banner farms to data feed sites. But how have you seen it mature? externally from the ASP model, the the actual service providers?
3: Well, I've seen all the changes, uh, and I get to look at it, uh, which a lot of people don't realize, from a merchant standpoint. Merchants either wanting to get their feet in the water like overstock. I've had hundreds of conversations with them from the time they had a little Small website at BeFree, not doing very much, but with a great CEO, a great person, one who can be admired uh, with his cancer, uh, the ability to overcome cancer. But he had a plan that was perfect for the internet sales, and that was to devise. Seven reasons why people wouldn't buy from a merchant on the newbie internet e-commerce marketplace versus brick-and-mortar stores. And those seven items, which I helped furnish to overstock uh, and discussed at length with uh, Patrick Byrne, were were, uh, all... Hot buttons. Why people wouldn't you know in today's uh, identity theft era and all the media going on on that? Why would somebody trust the merchant online versus offline? And that transition had to take place, and it took place more through the affiliate channel than it actually did from the merchant's channel. All merchants want to claim they're the best in the world and that they're to be trusted, honest, and and the. Majority of cases, they are. But in this case, everything that Overstock ever did as a product merchant was consumer, customer, complaint oriented from the first time somebody clicked through to their shopping cart. They took the responsibility to not only ship the product, guarantee the product, but they even guaranteed the low price and the quality of the equipment without so much as a questioning any return.
2: All right, so you're saying that merchant trust factor has definitely changed in affiliate marketing. What else has changed? The trust was
3: put in there by the affiliate force of Overstock reaching with the message... Reinforced by what the consumers saw when they clicked through and the potential for overstock to bury Walmart and every other uh, closeout distributor uh, on the Internet was uh, uh, a very good success story.
2: Okay, so do you think, like, so one of those things that the merchants have done to help affiliate marketing and how it's grown is by creating a trustable GUI and interface and so forth, and, and like, the advent of uh, coupons. Right. I mean, the words, coupon sites are some of the hottest sell- hottest sites uh, on the net right now. Uh, there was actually a report of the top 200 sites uh, that were released, uh, that was released, and uh, of that list, I'd have to say about hundred and one hundred and Twenty, hundred, thirty of them at least were coupon sites. So obviously, coupons are are, are, are great mediums to
3: instill trust, right? Uh, the coupons are are the incentive to try to get more exposure for the pure play advertising marketplace. Just like selling cars without rebates is uh, an uphill battle, but the uh, that's the carrot. Uh, the ease of promoting or trying to get your coupon site into the search engines was a combination of coupon plus brand, coupon plus product, coupon plus merchant, was a simple marketing plan. No mention was ever made. Uh, The customer is basically influenced by a coupon at the point of sale. He's already decided to buy. Now he's looking, is there additional discount? And the alert box, is actually in a shopping cart to kick off sales by coupon sites when the merchant's cart says place coupon code here or rebate code or bonus code uh, right within the checkout process. The typical coupon affiliate relies 100% upon cart abandonment to get a higher conversion ratio than the typical referral account. No, Normally, it didn't matter where that customer came from they might have come from an e-com city uh showcase product display for overstock with no mention of the coupon in there or to a walmart or a dell or uh uh, computer geeks or whatever and when they get there they see something they want to buy the up pops the uh right within the checkout process the place coupon code here and they're figuring oh wow I'm not getting uh, the full discount that's available to me. Here, I'll use Google or Yahoo or MSN to uh, find a coupon for either this merchant or this product. Sure enough, be the coupon an actual legit, non-expired coupon, some are there. Other ones are just uh, uh, the ability of the couponer to, say, coupon plus (laughs) a related product or the merchant or the website,
2: all right, so and are you they're, saying that they're ad, acting because almost of that like, cart, because of that issue, are you saying that the affiliate now, let's say the Ecom City site, the user has now left your site looking for coupons and whatever search term, and now they've created a new session with the, with the cart, and now right. they'll be clicking through and actually... They left my a site thing?
3: looking for a, an actual priced, low-cost, Sony VAO or IBM Right, but is that a for you thinkpad? or is that a bad thing for you? That's a bad thing for me because of one reason. They usually won't return to the site of the, uh, the referral. I'm out of the click stream at this point. I started the shopping session, but I sure didn't end the shopping session because I don't go in and promote coupons like hundreds of thousands of other sites uh, I imagine, I'm sure that 120 of the 200 top affiliates are coupon or incentive-type sites because they're able to influence at the point of sale, just like a pop-up BHO is able to influence at the pop uh, point of sale. They're able to reach beyond their domain and provide a coupon code. The, uh, if somebody clicks on the coupon, a lot of times they're just refreshed, and sent right back to the merchant site to start their shopping venture all over again to find what was in there, unless they already have it in the cart. Then they can click uh, View Cart, and now they have a coupon attached to uh, the referral sale I sent there in the first place.
2: Right, so I'm, well, out of the, I'm also, out of, I mean, if if your marketplace is mm-hmm. to savvy shoppers, then wouldn't someone who's savvy know that there might be a coupon associated with it?
3: Well, uh, I see a lot of coupon sites are having to expand into uh, actual providing data feeds and some product uh, displays in there, but most are just uh, small uh, links, text links. Uh, Their whole purpose is to market the coupon, not the merchant, not the product, not satisfy anything more than the desire at the point of sale to get a further discount. That, uh, uh, of course, hurts the merchant. From my merchant standpoint of my clients that I consult with, removing the coupon entirely from their marketing plan and using that money to add to the commission uh, of the value-added reseller rather than the coupon pusher allows that merchant to either up the ante or put more profit in his pocket or lower his prices, hopefully, uh, so that all my merchants that don't use coupons at all have a much higher conversion ratio than any of the other product merchants uh, that compete against them. Why? Because they removed from the shopper's view during the checkout process a hot button that creates uh, and shopping, uh, shops.com and uh, shopping org and, and others have proven this. 80% of the card abandonment can be removed by removing the coupon from the checkout process. It's an alert button. It's almost like a BHO pop-up. The coupon place coupon code here says, wow, I'm going to buy this anyhow. Maybe I can get another $10 off or something. So at this point, the uh, uh, dilution or the expansion into coupon marketing, incentive marketing, then led to the expansion of automating that with a incentive b h o the people like ebates or yeah uh, you know, initially the b h o s and I'm sure you've seen them uh from day one of top text all the way through all the transitions of uh various um uh, uh, browser helper object affiliates software affiliates technology affiliates they just use uh the incentives uh from the top moxie standpoint that's that's their whole marketplace how to entice uh, additional uh, discount, for the sale, it's already in progress. I objected from a merchant standpoint, having seen that the cart abandonment ratio of somebody like, say, hold-up suspenders, which averages for seven years, one sale for every 20 visitors, regardless of where those visitors come from, they convert at a 1-20 basis.
2: But, Mike, let me ask you something. If no I'm coupon. A consumer, wait, 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 wait. If I'm a consumer and I go to the shopping cart and I see this thing that says coupon, why wouldn't I, as the consumer, want to save money, search for the coupon, and then complete the sale?
3: Oh, you are. Obviously, ought- obviously, it's what the consumer wants, right? Correct. That's uh, why they abandon, and that's why they come back. Uh, unfortunately, not every merchant, not every product, has a coupon available, and the reality of that is that is are no, no,
2: not necessarily the product, but you might have like an overall. Most most of the items, most of the coupons that are generated uh, that I've seen for merchants are for X amount of dollars sale. So if I see a coupon that says I'll save ten dollars off any order over a hundred, my shopping cart's ninety five bucks. You can darn well bet I'm going to go look for a coupon. Uh, Look for the coupon
3: code and find something else to get me over that that hump. Yes, but in the search, uh, you'll have to understand that it depends on the merchants. Not all merchants have coupons. Don't have coupons available right now if somebody's clicking through to buy from them uh, that applies to that right. product. Right. But if, that's,
2: that's, that's the affiliate, that's the merchant's mm-hmm. fault for allowing, merch, allowing affiliates to use unscrupulous coupon codes when there aren't any coupon codes.
3: Well, unfortunately, it did breed an awful lot of bogus uh, coupon SERP listings, search engine listings. Yep. Uh, for literally every single of uh, the the couponers uh, had the mindset that if I put every product every merchant every domain with a coupon attached to it in the search engines I get to set my cookie for every single sale whether it applies or not so i'm sure it's there's, up to
2: the affiliate manager sure the to police who's out there using their coupon code using coupon codes when there aren't any coupon codes uh, and I've seen many instances where affiliate managers come out and
3: say, "Hey, there aren't no coupon codes. Get drop this, or you get booted from the program." Which is correct. But uh, during the transition period and the growth of the coupon websites, it was not policed, and it, uh, and you know, unless somebody else who wasn't a computer com- or uh, couponer complained about it, it was never uh, openly. Looked at because we had other uh, bigger fish to kill with, uh, with people swapping affiliate ID numbers and all the things that A-Best Web over the years had uh, outed uh, to the community for, uh, uh, for the reason that it was unethical. Coupons are ethical. Having a coupon for every single merchant selling online whether they have a, compute, a coupon or not is totally unethical. It, allows the mer- the, or it, it dupes the shopper into thinking there's a coupon for everything. All they have to do is look further. But in reality, if they're searching for a coupon for a non-coupon merchant and they click on a link in, in Google for that coupon for, uh, for uh, a company like Hold Up Suspenders where there is no coupon guess what? The affiliate that was able to influence the click got the cookie referral sale that had nothing to do with uh, with getting the customer to the merchant in the first place. So that was my objection, was that just like cookie stuffing, coupons also get involved in what's known as cookie washing. That's the ability to overwrite your cookie from an uh, another person's uh, a referral company uh, like like Ecom City. You can overwrite if you're a uh, club mom or uh, or a fat wallet. You can overwrite my cookie if the buying a person or buying party sees a coupon in the checkout process. He's gonna go search for and will pick. He doesn't care which site the coupon's on. That site is not important to him. Getting the credit for the coupon is what's important. Now, a merchant like Overstock automatically applies every single coupon offer that they put out there uh, automatically during the checkout process. It has nothing to do, in other words, why any uh, uh, couponers would want to feature Overstock. They don't put any product displays, no uh, blurbs, no uh, focusing of the shopper towards the product They just put coupon plus overstock, and every coupon site in the world has got overstock plus a coupon in the SERPs.
2: All right, so you're saying in this evolution period
3: that we've undergone that uh, coupon sites are bad. Not bad. They offer the people that shop that way, and they offer a community, like I'm sure that Connie uh, Berg uh, with uh, Flamingo World has... A staff of people researching deals and coupons. They're legit. They put them up there. They make sure that they're valid and they put uh, fire to the feet of the affiliate AM for more and better quality coupons. Because Wait, but they aren't,
2: are the, aren't the people who go, uh, the people who go to Flamingo World, aren't they usually loyal
3: because yes, they've created very...
2: community sites like, like Connie has and and Tim has with Fat Wallet? I mean, well, obviously her... those people hang out there and they see a
3: deal and then boom, they're going to go for it. Right. Her, her value-add is her community, her loyalty of shoppers. And uh, the reason for that is they can trust that her coupon click will be valid and show up in the shopping cart. So a lot of, uh, of the traction that uh, a fat wallet or, a, or Connie has is the fact that they police their own coupons, whereas a typical template coupon site... Just throws them all in, tries to automate them with a quickie database, or buys a script and, uh, a, like a classified ad script and lets the general public throw in anything they want in there hoping to get a search listing for that product plus coupon and attack at the point of sale. And all, all right, so of, you're saying a coupon,
2: coupons are a good thing if it's combined with a value add, with, like a community, with
3: the community exactly. Okay, in other words, there there's probably of the coupon sites out there that you've probably seen, and I, I don't, uh, I don't post it, I'm not allowed to post in the coupon section of a best web. Uh, I honor that, but I see that yes, there are some very good coupon sites that have a community. Uh, where their newsletters and everything else are all oriented towards uh, coupon bargain shopping. Okay, and it's Mike. not just coupons. Sometimes it's rebates, and some of these uh, demand and do get exclusive coupons that are not available to others. In the- exactly, exactly. But their what competition about, about the is repeats, the BHO coupon uh, pop-up because they're uh, they're going to use their content to try to interfere even with the setting of the coupon in the shopping cart at the point of sale.
2: Right, we haven't gotten to the BHOs yet, Mike. What do you think about data feed sites, Mike?
3: Uh, the data feed sites, uh, because most all merchants' uh, catalogs, if you have uh, a supplier, I get 100 requests a year of, uh, of people that want to go on the Internet with a website. They have a distributor CD-ROM of uh, product pricing, it doesn't matter if it's an auto parts store or a, uh, a giftware, candle distributor. somebody's selling doll houses, they have a cd rom and they want to turn that into an e-catalog. So the data feed is the basis for the merchant feeding his own e-catalog, be it a Miva catalog, uh, AmeriCart, or uh, any of the hundreds of catalogs out there. All of them will accept A data feed as the origination of an automation of the price, product description, and picture.
2: Apple sauce, Mike. I'm talking about merchants giving data feeds to affiliates so that they can list better in SERPs.
3: Correct. Okay. Okay, initially and all throughout, I warned the, uh, uh, at that time it was Andy uh, uh, running. Rodriguez? Andy Rodriguez, uh, very fine uh, AM running a, a, a test of pitting the affiliate community to beat month in and month out overstock at A-Best Web is the best converting merchant and the one most likely to send out a check to an affiliate for promoting them. He came up with the idea of furnishing a data feed to the affiliates And I warned him that it was kind of a loaded gun because the proprietary property of the merchant, the separation of him and the affiliate, was the merchant, was the fulfillment, the shopping cart, the responsibility of the customer. I said, if you throw that data feed into the hands of a bunch of of nameless affiliates, you're opening Pandora's box to basically allow them... To mirror your merchant site in thousands and hundreds of thousands of computer listings, basically adding to the noise level spam level or whatever of of the the googles and the yahoos out what's there and
2: Mike whats spam what are you talking about Listen if i 'm a consumer and i 'm mm-hmm. looking for part number so and so why shouldn 't an affiliate be av- avail the tool and the resource? of a data feed so that I can actually offer that to the end user without any clutter, just have that on a single product page and have just that one product and they click buy now and go to the merchant's cart and boom, check out. Isn't that what affiliate marketing is all about? Erasing the clutter, uh, making sure that the SERP is uh, exactly what the end user needs so that they can buy and click and go through. Online shopping has been determined the reason why people shop online is not necessarily for price or this. It's more of a convenience thing. It's time. Like if I type in, and we've had this discussion many, many times, on on online uh, on on a best web, that where specifically, like if I type in Martell XO Cognac, I want to go to a site that says Martell XO Cognac. Here's the price. Click here to buy now, and that's it. I don't want to see anything else, and a data feed. The merchants giving out data feeds provides that resource and that tool to affiliates so that the end user can go through that and enjoy that shopping experience very quickly and effectively, highly effectively, so highly effectively that data, feeds, data feed affiliates convert at ridiculous, ridiculous numbers. I understand your side that it's saying that it's going to multiply and, dupli- uh, and duplicate efforts and, and wordings of different, different terms in the SERPs, but at least I, as the consumer, will be able to find the product that I am looking for effectively. And that's what I think the power of the data feeds brought. Yes. Uh, and, uh, and I might add that Andy took, even though, you know, you may think... He, He may have done something wrong by bringing the data feed out, but he took them from $80,000 a month to over $1.6 million a month in revenues because of this tool. uh, And he did it with all clean affiliates. Every single one of them are clean.
3: No BHOs, no horse hockey, no nothing. No coupons. It was all clean affiliates. Now, it sounds uh, very similar to the conversation that I had with Andy at the time when he, he, we were discussing uh, between us uh, the value of the data feed was exactly what you said, because at that point, it was all product, product display. How do I get more product on the affiliates' pages so that I can better focus and concentrate on the higher conversion ratio, if the shopper is already sent knowing what he wanted, or at least a, a idea that it was there, that was a a filtering process on that traffic. That was the value add of not wasting the shopper's time. He got right to his uh, cognac uh, merchant if that was a part of the product feed. And, but in this case, I had to uh, put on the second hat as a. Uh, a realist of what would happen if the shadier side or the lazier side or the startup side of the affiliate community was passed out a, a data feed, what would they normally want to do? Their, their normal reaction would be to pass- Oh, no, the natural... We're not going to
2: talk about that, but... Was to The, the medical CYA <laughs> that definitely comes, that is needed, to cover your ass, that's needed when you divulge corporate information such as your entire product list, you definitely need to police that stuff, and that's why Andy has become, and still is, such a great affiliate manager because he knows how to police the stuff. He and also knows mean, how giving to giving wear a sales manager's
3: course. cap, and he will yank a data feed if somebody's abusing it. And he stayed on top of it. Most exactly, and because of
2: because of that that enormous success that he enjoyed, and still is obviously with his new right. merchants. He set the standard for other affiliate managers also. And you can see who's actually managing their data feeds correctly, how they release their data feeds, and to whom they release their data feeds very quickly and very easily by just searching for specific products of that merchant in, inside the uh, the SERPs. With that, let's take a quick two-minute break. Mike, you, 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 you still got time to, to oh, talk sure. with this
3: right? Yeah. Sure. Great. Let's we're we're going to take uh, a because quick... I I'd love to go from the value of the data feed in the hands of a proper. Are uh, oh, we going to? Uh, we're AM. going to.
2: We're going to. We just need to. We need to take time out. Uh, we might have to do a station identification. I don't know. Uh, advertisers, if you're out there, merchants, Brandy B R A N D Y at WebmasterRadio.fm. your ad should be coming next, because people, affiliates, and real merchants and other networks—they're listening. Get on board. We'll be back in a second.
1: ...product service with monster potential in the online market and attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from MonsterCommerce.com, you'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront's design, maintenance of your products and management of your online orders, and all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com.
7: There's nothing quite as rewarding as feeling in complete control. To experience this level of power on the web, visit BlowSearch.com. Let us give you the search engine advertiser what other engines simply don't. Complete control over your pay-per-click advertising. Blow away your competitors' IPs today and select the sites you want to receive traffic from while accurately tracking your ROI with BlowSearch.com. BlowSearch.com. Finally, pay-per-click search advertising you control.
6: So they got pretty good food here, huh? huh? Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Uh, are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertisement. Wow. And that's how better. Pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give back you click media. try. Join the ad network. Publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com.
5: Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content and high quality content also generates free search engine traffic content is definitely king visit infosearchmedia.com today
2: and welcome back everyone it's uh 5 o'clock on Tuesday, June 28th. We're here with uh, Webmaster Mike and Charlie. Charlie is yet to talk. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll have him shoot some uh, sunflowers a little later. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got Mike Highland from Ecom City, 2005 Linkshare Most Vocal Affiliate Advocate of the Year. And we've had a great discussion about uh, some of the winners, some of the products that, uh, some of the mentalities, and and some of the things that uh, affiliate tools and resources that uh, that are available to us today. Uh, coupons, we went over coupons. We're talking about data feeds now. We're we're going into extra innings with uh, with webmaster Mike. This is Mike. I get, first of all, thank you for a attending the show, uh, coming to the show and uh b of course coming in and uh staying a little extra with us here uh it's really 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 great to have you and uh have you impart some of your some of your your knowledge on us uh as us, us low life affiliates well it's my honor <laughs> <laughs> you're a good man you're a good man mike so getting back to data feeds mike um as as i explained you know uh, managers have to really have to really police some of the things uh, the data feeds and who has them and, and what they're actually doing with them because it could definitely affect their brand and also consumer shopping experience. And right before the break, you were going to get into some of the issues that uh, that there are with them. Obviously, I would appreciate if you didn't go into too much detail on some of the issues because some of our listeners may not be that scrupulous and may actually try to do some of the things.
3: Yes, that is correct. In other words, the key to successful passing out of data feeds, from the shopper's viewpoint, yes, it does focus and make it simpler for the, uh, the shopper to find the product and compare prices, uh, not necessarily through a price grabber or uh, a next tag uh, comparison engine, but actually uh, see some of the smaller merchants, uh, uh, the exposure of a data feed to an affiliate sales force is a loaded gun because it is also a simplified way in five minutes to crank out half a million pages of, of doorway pages for uh, less than scrupulous uh, uh, affiliates that can just tag those pages with an auto-redirect, setting a cookie, just uh, a force-click cookie, and nobody can actually see it's so embedded inside the data feed as part of a script. well, I said that is the downside. The plus side is that if you can control who has your feeds and you know they're legit, you won't get any flack from your upper management by providing that feed to the uh, select group of affiliates that you trust will integrate that with uh, valuable content or and en- use it as an enhancement to an existing site that uh abides by all the terms of service of, of the networks that uh, the merchant is is part of so I I was uh, kind of adamant that with the not to put the loaded gun into anybody's hand because the ability to take that feed and integrate it into a site is was a a an actual programming requirement that not a lot of affiliates had. The typical domain-bound affiliate uh, is not that versed. Uh, He's learning HTML. He's learning how to do images. He's learning how to uh, uh, do uh, navigation structure, a variety of things. Uh, But he hasn't learned how to pick up database programming, PHP, and whatever else enhancements are required. To personalize that feed so that it looks different than just the same exact feed appearing on 10,000 sites, all uh, competing in the uh, SERP positions, Um, basically the feed can become, as it's been classified by some of the major search engines, the template feeds, which are nothing more than rehashes by 10,000 of the same affiliates, uh, as mirroring... uh, the exact same product catalog of each merchant. It then became a, a pit battle at A-Best Web and also throughout the, uh, uh, the affiliate marketing industry to get the hands-on uh, feed capability to as many affiliates as possible to bury your competition by paneling the SERPs. The first two pages were nothing but feed affiliates, uh, be they Tiger Direct or uh, Dell or, uh, well, Dell never released a feed, but uh, uh, a lot of the other merchants in electronics and and toys and a variety of things, the first thing they wanted to do was provide the affiliate force with the ability to panel and step back and say, well, okay, I'm getting more business because of the feeds because I can control by giving spam food to the uh, typical affiliate to go in there, and I, you know, as long as I, uh, I Mike, can if, bury my even competition. If I, even if
2: I'm an affiliate I, and I get a data feed, it still takes me some time to get up to number one position,
3: Mike, uh, well, with that specific product. That is, uh, and you might never reach with an affiliate feed exactly. the number one position. So the number one position you're looking for, in this case... If you type a specific product, model number, Sony Boombox XYZ in there, anybody who has that inside a fee, feed will will automatically show up on the first page.
2: No, not automatically, page. Mike. That's impossible. It's not
3: automatically. Well, the merchant normally now does show up if you do a search, but now all of a sudden you open up the automation of uh, a next tag or a biz rate or any of the comparison shopping engines that have automated feeds directly from the networks, those people are buying the PPC ads as well as as getting SERP listings. And the small affiliate is squeezed out of those initial positions that were available to them two years ago, almost exclusivity. The uh, uh, 15 uh, initial people that Andy worked with on a data feed, when he was beta testing the Tiger Direct data feed, those people did phenomenal. His his sales did go up. His sales were already going up from the A Best Web experiment. He went from having uh less than five hundred total affiliates to over thirty five hundred in a three month period of time and the but number that of because checks, of the data feed thing, though. That, uh, that was before the data feed.
2: Yeah, it's because he was he started he, being vocal and started being breaking the mold on that, too. That's but correct. What he well, he got, more
3: in the, uh, he got more checks than any other merchant at BeFree in the hands of an affili- of affiliate force, and that created the traction, the traction that actually increases sales before the feed. Andy will tell you His sales, and he published at A Best Web, went up 800% through the affiliate force in a three-month period of time from September to October.
2: ABWA Best Web was the venue where he could actually be who we wanted to be and actually provide the proper tools and resources to affiliates. Uh, And that's why merchants... You know, open up forums on us on our site because you know we have the we've got the theater. All we need is the affiliate manager to step up to the podium and say, "Hey, here I am, and here's my tools, resources, and I am dedicated to you. You make money, I make money. Let's go make money."
3: Well, That's the, what it,
2: and he broke he broke the entire communication system that was prior to. He which broke was down the barriers Al- to XYZ at merchant dot com. He said, hi, my name's Andy. Here's my phone number. Here's my name. Here's my cell phone number. Call me. I'm here. And that's what changed. And that was part of the entire metamorphosis of, of how he got from 500 to 3,500 affiliates because of the fact that he broke that mold. He broke that mold in the proper place at, at A Best Web. And he went forward and he cranked and he gave tools, resources, and, and kicked butt. And that's why he, and he ran a clean program.
3: Well, at the, at the time, the requirement for me to work with Andy as an uh, advisor consultant, after having talked to him twice on the phone, I committed to say, if you will go on A-Best Web and face the criticism and find out what tools work for the small affiliate, the large affiliate, the entire group, I can guarantee you that if you follow these steps, that your program will double or triple inside this year. And he took on the challenge. And he, he actually, had, actually
2: in the chat room he's saying he can't lurk; he got to
3: go. Gotta you get have in the to face the fire of the affiliate community, and Andy. And then I, at this point in time, if you remember back then, uh, the dot-com bombs had all exploded. Payment was an issue. Uh, Slow pay or no pay, or in some cases bankruptcy pay, uh, was hitting the industry. The trust factor of, can you trust the reporting of, Linkshare, Free, Commission Junction was on a rise because they they had more transparent reporting and consolidated payments. They were kind of the darling at that time, and they were getting traction on the major two forces, be free and Linkshare. I took purposely to prove that you can trust the networks to report a sale. I took the absolute worst performing computer merchant with a great new AM that would listen, I took that AM and for B free side of it to instill the trust that any B free merchant doing it properly, checking, double triple checking if need be, his reporting interface, in other words removed the trust factor from it, you could trust that if you joined Tiger Direct, that all your sales would be reported. I did the same at A Best Web. Three months later, by introducing and requiring that Overstock had to open an A Best Web And Hako. I think uh, I don't know if you even charged both of them, but those were the two test bed merchants on two separate networks. Overstock had, had actually transitioned from be free to LinkShare. So I was going to instill through those two merchants the proper tools for the whole community to see if they would post their conversion ratios and post the, uh, the, their ability to do individual product links, to get better creatives, better landing pages. They would automatically have a higher conversion ratio than all their competitors. And both had all types of competitors to a point where they could bury their competition because not only was the trust factor put back into the network they operated under, but the affiliate manager made all the difference as to whether or not you would be successful promoting a Tiger Direct or an Overstock.
2: Let me, just add, let me just add for those listeners out there. This was three years ago when when he yeah that, that
3: was in year two thousand.
2: Uh, well, it was actually like 2001 ish. It's like three years ago, so
3: yeah. In other words, uh, well, actually, it was uh, I'm just like talking four. about
2: trusting the uh, networks and so forth. Correct. Okay, so I just want to touch base for those listeners out there. Yeah, you know, that was in
3: not... uh, year two thousand one. I think uh, Andy first called me in in June of. Uh, 2001, he either had to fire me or pick my brains. He chose to pick my brains. He's Um, a wise man, and from from that, he he still to this day does not deviate from what was successful. And I would say that every single merchant that came to A Best Web followed the model and the plan set out by Andy Rodriguez and Sean Schwegman of Overstock as a model that they'd have to follow in order to get recruiting traction for quality affiliates through A-Best Web. So you saw the trend. When Andy introduced data feeds, he was the first. It became a trend. He could control it. Most merchants couldn't. And therefore there were a lot of, uh, uh, of tricks played with data feeds but the moral of the whole story is that if you are able to better focus the referral traffic through selection of landing pages, take responsibility for sales reporting, any network you operate on will report the sales as long as you test market the uh, test purchase your actual Uh, affiliate links every week to verify tracking in your own mind you throw out the blockage that you get of the typical affiliate assuming that something must be wrong with the reporting well if if you know the reporting can be trusted or you see a breakdown because of cart changes or whatever internal IT things you do uh, data mining and so on if you can still have your test purchases go through You don't have to spend a lot of your time internally in your own mind of an Andy Rodriguez or any affiliate manager. You trust that your reporting works. Now you can concentrate on what has better conversion ratios and promote those back through your affiliate sales force so that your goal is to write more checks. It's not necessarily the size of the check, uh, true, taking on a mass affiliate like uh, Fat Wallet or a super affiliate like uh, Ebates, they'll, they'll uh, generate an awful lot of sales. But your day-to-day goal of marketing is to improve your conversion ratio to justify paying commissions to the value-added reseller force out there called the affiliate marketer. And in this case, the better tools, better landing pages, better uh, creative displays placed on the shoppers uh, uh, in front of the shopper on the affiliates page will always get you through the ups and downs of the uh, your search engine listings, uh, be it the merchant or the uh, ability to go into uh, pay for performance marketing uh, uh, is now migrating to SEM, which is search engine marketing. The keyword buys are much better if the landing page has a higher conversion potential than just sending them to the homepage or doing brand advertising. And that's the promise of affiliate marketing.
2: Let me ask you this, Mike. Since since you, you really... Uh I, I know you have your trepidations about uh, data feeds, but something that's new and emerging in the, in the marketplace right now, and that could actually help you, since we, we've already touched base on coupons, is, uh, is this new technology called Golden Can, goldencan.com, uh, run by Asif, who uh, obviously I, I noticed on the boards the other day, Andy's got a new program where he's, uh, I think it's Restockit, restockit.com, one of the highest DPC uh, CJ merchants in that uh, in that vertical. Uh, you were joining and going to be putting this line of code on your site
3: yes, for I this will.
2: merchant. And it's basically like a product showcase type scenario, but it's a one-line text thing. And one of the things with this golden can stuff and we're talking about new new technologies and tools that are helping affiliates and since golden can is is obviously out there and being spoken about uh... there's some some people giving it accolades and other people poo-pooing it but i think that uh... i, I honestly think it's one of the best things to happen to affiliate marketing since since uh, copy and paste but uh... i think since you're using it and you're going to be implementing this type of technology, do you think that actually
3: offers merchants a better control of their data feed? So that exactly, In other words, uh, you you nailed it. Uh, uh, Essential Apparel's Akiva, who actually Akiva. modeled them. Akiva, Akiva. Okay, uh, he he came out with the product showcase creator. That was a revolutionary snippet tool for creating little products, uh, snippets of the catalog that were more. It uh, better enabled a particular merchant to give the tools to an affiliate. If he had a female apparel page uh, showing latest fashions, he could go in and get snippets and actually put uh, without. Any database he can integrate into that page a showcase of some of the products of that merchant rather than the enti- duplicating the entire pr- merchant's catalog it uh, It meant that he could put in keywords and allow him to generate a showcase. Now the golden can is taking this to the next level. It allows for more because of the built-in navigation to page one, page two, or specific product categories of a merchant, it allows him to take the top 50% of his entire e-catalog and build it into a golden can structure that allows with just one line of script to integrate right into a already existing uh, SERP uh, page on Google for that affiliate, be it Ecom City, if I if I picked out my watches page or a sports page, and put in uh, uh, additional pages for golfing and for uh, winter uh, outdoor sports, whatever the. Golden Can allows me to go ahead and expand rather than one landing page for all sports, hoping to uh, just, you know, like a banner farm, uh, send them off to merchants I, I know carry those products. I now can better focus the shopper landing there to go to specific areas that he and only that shopper knows he has interest in. If it's a kayak or if it's a bicycle helmet, the Golden Can will allow him landing on my uh, uh, sports page to specifically drill down on my site to an area that he was looking for and send him directly over to a Sierra trading post or any one of the GSI sporting uh, goods places.
2: And I but think Mike, that's a Mike, great tool. Mike, get this. You can even offer him coupons because Golden Can has coupons. I yeah. saw that. Huh? And I will. <laughs> Mike? And coupon. for the first Mike, time could, ever. Mike, I might have to take
3: you take that ban off the coupon. I, will have, I will have the the coupons uh, for those uh, underneath the product displays because as a one-man shop, I basically don't have the time to make sure that every coupon I have is, is legit and honest. I don't have the, the workforce of a Connie Bird to uh, assure my shoppers because the one goal I have for Ecom City, uh, because I'm so tied up with uh, designing websites and uh, consulting with the merchants that I've already put up 240 sites for, uh, that I'm not really a com- competitor as uh, such for the typical affiliate. I only use Ecom City as a showcase for testing whether or not a merchant can report sales. For test purchases, or what the conversion ratio is for uh, just a few of the merchants. Uh, certainly, am not a, that large a site that I uh, pick more than three or four merchants I actually can test on the site over since nineteen ninety eight. So there, yeah, might well, be
2: some people in the chat room are saying hell just froze over, saying
3: that you are going to you are going to highlight some coupons. I definitely will be highlighting uh, the coupons. Why not? There you go. There you go, Mike. <laughs> because. Now uh, they're tied directly to the product, and that is what I I think would be effective, Uh, uh, the ability to tie the coupon to the referral product so that if the person sees that, wow, there is a coupon available, if they're a coupon shopper, hey, this saves me a a couple steps. If I, I click on the coupon part, I definitely see they already had bikes in there that I was interested in. I'm interested in such and such a a mountain bike. Well, they have that mountain bike. Hey, they have a coupon, so I'm saving the time from the shopper. So anything, uh, I ran an actual study on a site at the time I owned, before somebody jump claimed the site from me, uh, for what was known as impulse advertising. That's the ability to uh, take specials uh, and put them up there. And, and yeah, it initially there were several merchants that had pop-up instant point-of-sale displays that would actually come up on uh, uh, the affiliate's websites. Well, I was involved in testing this as a marketing plan. The ability to feed through a JavaScript an actual pop-up alert box and have competing merchants. Uh, uh, the idea behind that was I ran a survey for actual end users on a high traffic site, and seventy some odd percent of all the people voting as to why, uh, you know, what what was their objection to buying online, uh, it all came out to be the majority of it was it was a waste of time to click. In other words, they objected to people, advertisers, wasting their time by enticing a click, and then they couldn't even find the offer that was uh, uh, their initial click uh, uh, motivation. They couldn't even find it on the website. So the number one reason after two years was shoppers object to any merchant or any advertiser Wasting their time. So in this case, uh, putting golden can there where they can actually see the the products. You don't have to take the entire feed, or you can as an affiliate. And then combining the coupons was a brilliant marketing idea. Well worth the typical objection. Why should I give up twenty five percent of the clicks to a third party? Well, I feel that 25% of uh, anybody that clicks from my site to a merchant site are going to be influenced by what I call traffic hijackers, the BHOs uh, popping up the alerts, or uh, in some cases I'll lose them to the couponers too. So uh, the principal thing at this point is that's a value add. In other words, that's in a, forcing the affiliate. With no bonus of paneling the SERPs with listings or products, because there is no search engine benefit to having it, the benefit is focused all towards the shopper. And I think- Bingo. So now,
2: now the reason why data feeds and coupons are okay in Mike's book
3: is because of the value added of, of Golden Can. Correct. In other words, uh, from a shopper's viewpoint, if you read my tagline, From a shopper's viewpoint, that is a win-win for the affiliate and the merchant and the shopper. In other words, that can have no objection and will never be penalized in the SERPs and cannot be abused by uh, the shady uh, affiliates that would would probably not be too enticed with that because that would mean that they'd have to build out their pages and, uh, more shopper-friendly because more people would be hanging around their site, which is a good thing because over a period of time, the only thing you can guarantee is you will always be in the SERPs if you gear your page content and uh, whatever pre-sell spin or you can even... Uh, uh, go in there and do negative advertising for uh, for merchants and still get a SERP listing as long as you have a viable merchant that you can uh, refer the shopper to. And I pride myself, uh, since 1998 I've never gotten one email from one person shopping my site that ever claimed they didn't get the product that they ordered. And they can nice. contact me and that was always my goal Uh, was I'd rather not get paid as long as I don't have to put up with an irate shopper that got stiffed by a merchant. So I do hand-select merchants, hand-select the links I put up, and I sure would like to use a a tool like Golden Can to uh, integrate more navigational shopping on my own pages To better focus a a customer, rather than just saying, I have bicycles, I have Schwinn bicycles, I have BMX bicycles. Oh, here's uh, something all the way down to the uh, replacement pedals, if they want to, and they've never left my page until they see something that motivates them. And therefore, they should be a higher converting and a more valuable referral to that merchant than the typical affiliate link to that merchant
2: very good mike with that we got to take another two minute break pay for the show what a great show mike you're really doing a great show here people are going wild in the chat room um just remember advertisers brandy b-r-a-n-d-y at webmasterradio.fm we'll be
4: back in two Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages and operating systems. SRKconsulting.com, making sure your mother is all-
5: are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free
6: search engine traffic.
5: Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today.
6: So they got pretty good food here, huh? Huh? Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Uh, Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and Mm -hmm. tells me how much I earn from each advertiser. Wow. And that's how better pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at valueclickmedia.com. dot com.
2: And welcome back, everyone. We're here with uh, Mike Highland from Ecom City, two thousand five, most vocal advocate uh, according to LinkShare, and he's been imparting his uh, knowledge with us here at. Uh, Webmaster Radio on affiliate marketing today for the past hour and a half, and I really appreciate you coming on the show and also staying into uh, the extra innings here, Mike. Uh, we've been yeah. talking about Golden Can, Mike, and uh, Asif, uh, who owns Golden Can, has actually been posting in the chat room about how, for certain merchants, there won't be a fourth click, that 25% click, uh, where he takes the fourth click, uh, whether or not it becomes a sale or not, it doesn't matter, it's just a fourth click, uh, as the price for his uh, his service. And for certain merchants, that won't be happening. So that's, that's actually good news. But also, I don't know if you know, uh, they also do offer price drop information and also price comparison shopping.
3: Did you know that, Mike? Uh, well, actually, uh, no, I didn't. Uh, I imagine due to the responsiveness of the Golden Can staff, uh, uh, I've never chatted uh, with Asif, but he has all the, the right keys because he's approaching it from what is effective for any affiliate, if given these automation tools, that they can place on their actual pages to better focus, entice a click, or satisfy a need, a shopping need, of the the customer uh, that came to that website. But in uh, fact, that click through through honorable methods, not through, you know, yeah. with, with
2: value added, not just because hey, click here to like X out of this or or do this. You're actually saying Golden can actually gives that extra, the the reason to click through on that link because it is a value added they've taken the data feeds and the coupons and whatever from these sites and put it together for you on your site where it's a value added for the end user and not just not just more internet noise and spamola
3: he actually created an application that will instill in shoppers a bookmark in other words whether they're going to shop now or shop later they know that that affiliate offered them enough information to actually earn a bookmark by placing that line of script within a specific catalog. And what this opens up is the ability to take a merchant, say, an overstock or a Sierra trading post. And if a site is themed towards, say, shoes, with Sierra trading post golden can, you can go in and Just take the snippet of all the different types of shoes, be it women's shoes, kids' shoes, or whatever, and just put that script, and it will only, not create any noise, it will focus the shoe shopper coming from Google to that page towards fantastic bargains by Sierra. If Sierra doesn't have a closeout, there's GSI merchants or other ones uh, that have the entire shoe selection of Nike or Adidas if they're shopping by brand. And the coupons are there. In other words, it's integrating enough content on the affiliate's actual page to instill a bookmark. And that's the value add at that point that Golden Can has for, for even considering taking one out of every four clicks as part of their fee for providing a bookmarkable uh, affiliate application that actually creates a page display that can be updated for the one-man shop affiliate, or it actually can go in and be added to a, uh, uh, an entity like uh, uh, Flamingo World. Uh, Connie could integrate that just as easily. It might hurt her feelings. But the main crux, if anybody can pull away from this radio show with, is that an affiliate that can, as a labor of love, has an established site, can continue to build on that site, from a shopper's perspective, a better click value than his competitors. If his click converts better then another affiliate's click, then he should be able to get on the phone with armed with those statistics and demand or ask for a raise in commissions to offset whatever white noise is out there that's interfering with the uh, uh, the, the actual conversion ratios of all affiliates. He can say my traffic converts better. Therefore, uh, Andy. Uh, I'm batting in there at a, every 15 referrals turns into a sale. I can send you more traffic if I can afford to buy keyword ads and PPCs if you'll raise my commission 1%. And you can uh, negotiate with a uh, a merchant better if you actually show that your conversion ratio is higher than the typical affiliate. And even though you're not a super affiliate status, you now have the ability as this industry matures to say that my traffic is better than the search engine traffic. It's better than my competing affiliate traffic. Maybe you can trust me to a point where due to uh, uh, leakage or uh, diversion or or blips in the reporting process, you can actually negotiate like IBM had for uh, trusted affiliates. They had a click-through. Every click was five cents. There was no fraud on that because they controlled who got the click bonus. But it sure uh, created more showcase space Uh, if IBM (laughs) had product links, the focus landing pages, had a PSC for product showcase displays, and a golden can application, they might not have sold out to the Chinese because they would have uh, 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 basically gone in and, and created an entity for themselves as an online retailer of uh, IBM computers. They chose the branding route because it was a lot easier. Uh, they didn't have an AM that understood affiliate marketing as a actual sales channel. That was uh, unfortunate. Hopefully, they'll revive themselves and uh, uh, and become an amity, uh, e- even if it means uh, choosing a different network to operate on. That's that's the merchant's prerogative. But Mike, I've got to interrupt. Uh, and I'm uh, sorry to interrupt.
2: Uh, I just got news that the first... Fourth, no pay, or according to Golden Can. The fourth click not being taken by Golden Can, and it goes directly. Everything stays with the affiliate. The first merchant to offer that is Easy Click Travel. Michael Nunez on A-Best Web, he's the first merchant to uh, officially ink the deal on that. So every single click that you send to EasyClick Travel through, Easy Can, uh, through Golden Can is 100% aff- uh,
3: the affiliates. That's called a differentiator. That's called getting a deal done during a radio show. That, that is fantastic. You see, that is PR. That is a, the cost of recruiting a legit, high-quality affiliate yep. is extremely expensive. Absolutely, and, But the ability to go in and generate more checks going out to affiliate sales force means that that affiliate manager never has to re-recruit somebody who gets a monthly check from a merchant year in, year out. They never have to spend any effort with that affiliate for additional displays. It's up to the affiliate to be motivate themselves. The check is a motivator. So you get one line of code to make a travel site, and every click is yours. And that that is fantastic because uh, definitely the quality of merchants migrating to Golden Can will increase because they know they no longer are adding a loaded gun to um, uh, people that can abuse it in these search engines. Um, so. The focus now is uh, is on the actual value add of the display on a particular affiliate's website. Maybe okay. the website uh, will actually uh, start to look prettier than mine. <laughs> Better navigation. more. Uh, I, I look forward to integrating it because I can now expand instead of one landing page in a cyber mall for sports equipment, I can now generate... 15, 20 landing pages in there with specific content tied to specific sporting goods uh, categories. I've never had that opportunity in the past because there wasn't enough of the sporting goods uh, uh, merchants out there that had any differentiators that I could put on content on my page. So if I wanted to go in and only concentrate just on bicycles, Mike, I'd have enough uh, merchant uh, Mike, fuels to have a bicycle page.
2: The avalanche begins. Guess who's next? Sierra Trading Post just signed also. Every single click through Golden Can to Sierra Trading Post is completely owned by the affiliate.
3: Now, this shows that it's a winner for the shopper. It has to be a winner for the merchant. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And, therefore those that integrate it are not going to hurt anybody else. They're going to be able to use it to enhance their own on-page bookmarkable capability. And that, that, to me, means that a merchant, a smart merchant, will use it real quick. And I'm surprised that somebody like uh, an overstock uh, wouldn't say, wow, that, that would be a great tool. Because now I can pick out, I can take Overstock, forget the brand, I can go into a specific section of Overstock and create an entire uh, Cyber Mall category around that or a Sierra Trading Post and specifically go in. Most people have not visited Sierra Trading Post to find out that, my gosh, they're selling this stuff at closeout clearance prices. They don't have everything in every category because there's not a closeout available. Limited inventory sold at closeout prices. But now, because of this ability to integrate that into an affiliate site, it looks like that site, from a shopper standpoint, is saving the shopper time. If you are interested or if they have this in your size, this is the best buy for you as of this moment. And... At this point, it's focusing and filtering out the click before it ever leaves the affiliate's page. It adds value to that click. It justifies the commission, and it satisfies the shopper. So it is a win-win situation for both the affiliate, the merchant, and above all, the shopper. It's and not a pop-up. It's not a diversion. It's, it's not an enticement. It's not a waste of time.
2: And at 9% commission for uh, Easy Click Travel, one of our favorite merchants, uh, definitely a no-brainer. With that, let's take another quick two-minute break. But before (laughs) I do, I want to remind everyone to keep the feed loaded, because later on tonight, you know the rock stars, you know who they are. We're all groupies of them. Come on. Come on, you can admit it.
3: Michael Jackson?
2: No. (laughs) Big Jake and Oil Man. Coming up tonight at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard. Just remember, keep the feed loaded.
3: Over 4,000
5: clients around the world are utilizing effective content based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expert. Of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well written, informative content. High quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit infosearchmedia.com
1: today. More than a name. Do you sell a product or service with monster potential in the online market? Then attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from monstercommerce.com. You'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront's design, maintenance of your products, and management of your online orders. And all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com.
7: There's nothing quite as rewarding as feeling in complete control. To experience this level of power on the web, visit BlowSearch.com. Let us give you, the search engine advertiser, what other engines simply don't. Complete control over your pay-per-click advertising. Blow away your competitors' IPs today and select the sites you want to receive traffic from while accurately tracking your ROI with BlowSearch.com. BlowSearch.com. Finally, pay-per-click search advertising you control.
3: He, he knows. Due to Ecom City's recommendation. these are closeout prices on running shoes. If you type in Nike, you're looking for a kid's Nike shoe. Uh, here's the ones that are available. Look, he's okay, still, he's still no working. Within the we come back from the break done. and
2: he's still working. He's telling his crew what to do uh, on designing his EcomCity.com site. We've had the the, the pleasure of having 2005 most vocal affiliate Mike Highland and uh, one of my friends and uh, I hope I can cons- hope you consider my- me your friend too, Mike. But uh, uh, definitely, you've done you've done a great job on the show today. I mean, we've had a whiz bang show. We've talked about coupons, data feeds, golden can. Let's talk about the future, Mike. Where do you see it going? What's happening? Well, keep it short though, we only got ten minutes left.
3: Okay, Uh, basically there's two camps of affiliates out there. There's the automation uh, software affiliate, and there's the domain-bound affiliate. I said the industry cannot actually work without addressing the needs of both. The needs of the automation affiliate is uh, nothing more than uh, additional incentives or policing them to make sure that they're not stealing from the page content of either the merchant or the domain-bound affiliate. But they both together work to drive sales, and sales are going to occur as the Internet becomes a more trusted zone for online purchasing due to convenience, free shipping, uh, no sales tax, whatever the motivation is. Convenience. The convenience of being able to comparison shop without having to get in the $3 a gallon uh, uh, gas and go to the mall or multiple malls only to find what you're looking for is not available or has to be custom ordered. Well, online, the, you know, the stock out situation is not a, uh, uh, a barrier to purchase. Not everybody wants to buy anything at any given time. As a matter of fact, most people in the world at any given moment, 99% of them, don't want to buy anything at any given moment. But when they want to buy, they want to find a bargain. They want to find a trusted merchant. And they want to find and save time on finding a product that will fill the needs of, uh, be it a, a kid's uh, backyard pool or uh, or a, a new Seiko watch. Uh, they're better equipped for shopping online than offline as far as alternatives. And the alternatives are where the affiliates come in. The merchants are shoehorned to uh, their own e-catalog, their ability to stock, ship certain products. Online, the merchant equation is expanded because multiple merchants can be displayed in a category shopping page, not by that merchant, but by that merchant's affiliate. He can pick and choose the trusted merchants that have good pricing, have products, have good customer post-sales support, that affiliate is able to influence the sales cycle. And they do an extremely good job if and only if their page can be personalized with their selections of available products from those trusted merchants they wish to align themselves with that they trust they'll get paid their commissions on timely, they will then expand their exposure to that merchant by buying keyword ads at Overture or Google's AdWords. They can expand and trust that their their expense, their actual payment for advertising to get People to their pages will satisfy enough that every click to them can be valued based upon their selection of merchants, so that all of a sudden they become a valued service, even beyond the comparison shopping engines, uh, your biz rates, and and so on. Their actual can gain a loyalty base of of people based upon what they put on their pages. And that actually will pay them through the commission structure to build out those pages to a point where I think affiliate marketing will always be available. Just like in the computer industry, the value-added reseller market drives Used to drive when I first started in the 70s 10% of the sales. Now, 80% of the sales in the computer industry is done through value added resellers. The small dealers, uh, you know, a variety of things. They add value to the sales process. They get a commission for the, uh, you know, based upon the amount of value they added on FaceTime in front of customers. And these merchants cannot afford to hire outside salespeople, unless they go through an affiliate marketing channel. So the more legit this channel becomes, the more money that will be justified spent on promoting landing pages and affiliate product displays. So you're and obviously
2: identifying that the channel needs to be legitimized no needs to be cleaned up because of all the horse hockey that's out there right now. That
3: is correct, because the shopper determines the value of the affiliate. If he's uh if And with all gets, these
2: games, pop ups and trickery, we're actually fucking with the consumers shopping experience and it ultimately affects the merchant's the shopper's view of the merchant and also demeans our industry because of all this trickery and skullduggery.
3: Every every trickster removed from from uh uh, the networks basically removes uh, all his white noise in the uh, uh, in the search engines that allows the cream of the crop to come up on natural listings higher and higher in the uh, uh, well. It's surf- not just spam stuff.
2: It's not just search
3: engine spam stuff. It's
2: actual everyday running of your business type. Mentality overriding cookies and, and, and links and so forth by some of these BHOs and, and then some of the other programs, Mike.
3: Well, the trickery search engine spam is not really yeah. going
2: to is not really overriding our cookies, Mike.
3: Well, the it's the, the scum
2: it's the scum of the earth that's popping uh, right. up on our links. But the trickery and those of, are the ones that need to be changed. I.e., I, Elliot Spitzer. Hello.
3: Hello. <laughs> Correct. Uh, you know the cyber malls uh, I built for uh, a couple of the attorney generals' uh, cyber crime units uh, years ago was uh, were there just as a test bed to follow the money trail uh, and find out who's involved in washing money through through affiliate uh, linking. The high profile of of the consumer demanding their legislators, law enforcement, uh, uh, or the value in every click to not be uh, uh, exposing them to the cyber con men out there, uh, that pressure is coming to a point where they're demanding that the affiliate advertising industry uh, cannot progress to a point where they're super gluing store flyers on mall windows uh, or uh, on windshields of cars at the mall.
2: Which is the equivalent of some of
3: these co- programs are doing. Exactly. In other words, uh, it's no different on a BHO to do a drive-by install or a hidden bundle with a P2P network of Grokster or whatever to captivate and turn a person's computer into a, a, a proprietary ad machine Than it is to super glue a flyer on the windshield of your car at the mall and call that effective advertising.
2: Mike, with that, we're going to have to end the show today. We're going to, I'm going to have you back because this has been a great show. You've really done great for the industry in these past years, Uh, being a really vocal affiliate, uh, really being an advocate for affiliates, and bringing forward the points team managers and affiliates on the many boards and i'm gl- i'm just so glad that you're a member on my board and i just want to say congratulations sir for winning the most uh, vocal affiliate advocate award
3: and i want to say continue doing what you're doing well you you can drop the sir stuff uh hey go it's just webmaster mike and charlie so <laughs> there you go
2: hey, hey can, we, can we get a shot can we get
3: a shot from from charlie coming out there uh uh actually uh Charlie's just back in the back back there taking a nap. He he will be up and about on the next one, okay?
2: There you go. <laughs> thank you Mike and to all our listeners, thank you for listening. Take care. God bless. And, and remember, thank you
3: Hako, for uh uh exposing uh or actually putting on a form that gets Uh, deserve page views because of all the comments uh, and all the value add that goes through uh, a best web filtered back out into this community that brings about all these changes that are necessary as this industry matures good
2: members like you mike take care thank you everyone god bless take care
6: WebmasterRadio.fm. Listen to the classic rock block. Two hours of cool
5: classic rock. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m., right after SEO Rockstar. Only
4: on
3: Webmaster
4: Radio.
5: Rock on!